1: We are set to head into the final hour on a Tuesday get-together heard statewide on 19 radio stations. For the one close to you or where you'll be traveling to, go to thehugeshow.net. You can listen to the live stream for free at thehugeshow.net. And on the iHeart app, just search The Huge Show, and you can listen live on the iHeart app anywhere in America. Inside this hour, Doug Skeen is a five-time Big Ten champion offensive lineman at the University of Michigan, late 80s, early 90s. He is also co-host of the Wolverine.com Michigan Football Podcast. He'll join us for a couple of segments. We'll talk about that trench play, Michigan's O-line, D-line, the win over Penn State, and what lies ahead the rest of the season for Michigan football. If you have a Michigan football question, Add a HUGE Show on Twitter, the HUGE Show on Facebook. And also opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. All of our social network interaction is presented by the Denver Nuggets G League team. The Grand Rapids Gold, who now will play their home games at Van Andel Arena. Game 1 is Thursday night, November 10th. Get your tickets at the usual Ticketmaster outlets, Van Andel Arena box office. And follow the Grand Rapids Gold on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Our Bud Light huge question of the day. Off of Michigan football, how good they looked against Penn State? Do you feel Michigan will run the table in the regular season, including winning at Ohio State and finish 12-0? and 0? Because last weekend showed me a lot against Penn State that was a top-five rushing defense coming in Michigan rushed for more in one game against the Nittany Lions on Saturday than that Penn State defense had given up all season long. And when you step back and go inside the numbers on Ohio State and you look at who they've played, Notre Dame was number five at the time and that was a big boy matchup, but Notre Dame is mediocre. They'll struggle to make a bowl, probably backdoor into a bad bowl and get a better bowl because they're Notre Dame in a TV draw. Ohio State hasn't played a defense worth a darn. And outside of Iowa this weekend and at Penn State, Michigan will be the best defense they faced all year. And if you're going to go on the road and win at any level, high school, college, or pro, it's about your O-line being able to run the ball, and it's about your defensive line controlling the opposition. And that's what happened last year. On why Michigan dominated a high-powered Ohio State offense. Oh, it was snowing. No, 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 no. No. It was line play. And this guy loves it. When the lines are dominating at Michigan, that's usually when championships are won. Doug Skeen for the Michigan Football Podcast at the Wolverine.com. He's standing by in the Meyer guest line. Doug, you have to be so impressed with line play on both sides.
2: Well, there's not a lot to complain about, is there, as a former Michigan lineman watching these guys play and develop? Um, Bill, that, that performance there against Penn State was, uh, one for the ages. I mean, uh, good grief. You got two guys, you got 400 yards of rushing, and you're just dominating people. Of course, the game was out, you know, looking back at it, the game was not without its areas of concern, right? Red zone offense in the first part of that football game was concerning. You can't kick field goals um, uh, and expect to win all these games, but it didn't matter in this game because we just crushed them. We made a couple adjustments, and the guys made a good cut, and all of a sudden, we're off to the races, and you know, it was a track meet. Um, and then the defensive line was you know, causing disruptions, and guys making plays right and left. So you know, you just talked about it leading up to uh, this conversation with you and I. If your offensive and defensive lines are handling the trenches, then it's not a guarantee, but you, boy, you've just dramatically increased your chances of winning when you can have that kind of play up front.
1: The only flag that I put up on what looks like another fabulous season for Michigan Are the slow starts, that's been one consistent thing, as well as the consistent play of the O-line in the running game and the defensive line developing. Slow starts, Maryland, Iowa, Indiana, and even Penn State. And then the second half, they turn it on and look like a top four team in America.
2: Yeah, and and the danger there, as we know, we peaked down the schedule a little bit, the danger there is you can't, you can't have a slow start in Columbus. That is, that'll kill you. Um, and so that has to be addressed. And I'm, I'm sure it's an issue there, but you get down inside the red zone and, and there's two different phases in my mind, the red zone. There's, there's inside the 20 and there's inside the 10. Those are two different feelings down there as you get closer to that goal line. And as we got closer, we've seen the sputter a little bit, and the field does get tight, and then it's a different feeling in there for sure. Um, but, but, Bill, I think that uh, if Michigan can figure out how to score touchdowns in those situations rather than these doggone field goals, now I think the feeling about the trip to Columbus can change a little bit. But until then, um, still, I think that, that matchup late in the season, there's still some things that Michigan has to clean up if we're going to talk about going down there and winning.
1: What, what 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 would be that list of things to clean up, Doug? That Michigan by the time they get to Ohio State, and let's say they win, you know, against Michigan State a week from Saturday, and they don't lose a, a game, what do they need to work on? Clean up, as you well, say.
2: Yeah. So so, if you watch the Indiana game, as we all did, and you watch the Penn State game, what I really feel like now defenses are doing. Is uh, they're really pinching the edge of the box, right? From tackle to tight end, that edge of the offensive line, they are crashing down inside to take away Michigan's bread and butter. Pull a lineman, kick the defensive end, pop another lineman, and or tight end following around to fill it in, fill up on the front side to go get a front side linebacker, and then the back follows that. It's old power football, Bill and it is Michigan's bread and butter. They did it all year last year, and we're doing it again this year. Well, as teams start to take that away, what I mean by cleaning things up, and we saw it against Indiana, and we saw it against uh, Penn State, the tight ends and the tackles, I mean, this is the—listen, these are the critical, those two positions, you got to be so good at getting down in that stance when you know that defensive lineman across from you is going to – is going to slant across your face and threaten your inside gap. You've got to not allow any penetration. And at some points in both of these last two games, we were allowing penetration and allowing negative plays. We would have a tackle for loss on first down, and now it's second and 12, second and 13, or worse. Those are the little things I think that you have to clean up and absolutely minimize to go down there and beat the Buckeyes in Columbus because they're going to score points. And as, as good as Michigan's defense is coming around, that's a different animal down there. Um, by the time we get there, they'll be running on all cylinders, I'm sure. So if I'm going to get nitpicky, which is, you know, I do this, and Ballas criticizes me, and people, you know, listen to my podcast, they say, boy, skiing's too hard on these guys. Well, this is only because this is the way I was coached, right? And if you want to go win the Big Ten, you've got to be as close to perfect as possible. And certainly now with the playoff, to get up there, you've got to be really, really good. So these are the kinds of things I do believe that Coach Moore, the offensive line coach at Michigan, and this offensive staff are talking about. You've got to clean this up. You can't have all these negative plays, even though you drop 400 yards of rushing on them. That's exactly what these guys are being coached. Great game, guys, but we've still got stuff to work on.
1: The one thing I will say about Ohio State and going inside the Buckeyes, they haven't been tested by a defense. So Notre Dame has a good defense, not a great defense, but they're a three and three team because they're struggling uh, to score points. I I do believe Michigan will be the best defensive unit they faced, and in a hostile environment, late November weather could be a factor. Or it couldn't be a factor. I, I just I'm really convinced after watching that defensive performance last Saturday, that Michigan can go anywhere and beat anybody this year. There's not that Georgia defense out there. There's not that Alabama defense out there. I I really feel that way about the Michigan defense and that O-line and the running game.
2: I think you're right, Bill. I think you're absolutely right. Right now, after this last weekend for sure, boy, it is lining up like there are the big two and everybody else in the Big Ten. We thought that Iowa and Penn State We're going to be right there, you know, knocking on the door of maybe making a run at this thing. But it's looking like Michigan and Ohio State are the two. And I agree with you. If this Michigan defense continues to improve and show the the, the pass rushing skills they've got and Mozzie Smith and Graham in the middle of that defense causing havoc against running games, um, I don't have any question about that. I, I think you're absolutely right. The Michigan defense will be their biggest test. And then you flip the coin around, and this, this Ohio State offense is going to clearly be our biggest test by the time we get there. Um, there shouldn't be any hiccups. I'm looking, I just pulled up right here in front of me, the Ohio State uh, schedule. The dark horse right now that's causing an eyebrow to be raised over on the other side of the league is is Illinois. I'm not so sure how good they are. I haven't watched them play an entire game, have just seen the highlights, but you know who's, who's possibly going to rise up and cause a problem? I, we play Illinois, but Ohio State does not, so they're they're clearly going to be undefeated. I don't I don't see how Penn State beats them, even though it's going to be the you know the whiteout home game there, which is a difficult environment. But definitely, Ohio State's going to be undefeated, and, and we should be as well by the time we get to Columbus.
1: Doug Skeen from the Wolverine.com dot com Michigan Football Podcast, also five time. Big Ten champion offensive lineman, late 80s, early 90s, joining us on the Meyer Guest Line, talking uh, Michigan football. One thing about the coaches this year, and again, that's what last year will do. When you beat Ohio State, you you get to the Big Ten title game. You win that even with getting trashed by Georgia. The heat goes off the coaches. But uh, the in-game strategy, the lack of people piling on, I guess that happens when uh, you're undefeated. But I, I haven't really questioned the coaching too much at all this year.
2: No, I, I haven't either, Bill. And I, I think that Coach Harbaugh and his staff are bringing things along at the appropriate pace. And, and the first, if you go back into September, the first few weeks, I, uh, you and I talked, and, and Dallas and I talked about on our podcast, I swear the Michigan offense was running about eight different plays, and that was it. And then we get into the Big Ten, you see a few wrinkles, and then you see a few more wrinkles, and you see an adjustment here. And I think Michigan has been keeping this offense developing at the pace and exposing certain things to opponents uh, and future opponents at the pace that they want to. And it's all worked. We're clearly you know, scoring the points we need to, to score, and you see the development of the different units on the field along the way. So what does that mean? They're not panicking. They're not pulling out some goofy stuff. They're not getting away from who they are. Going back to what we saw last year, it's the same defense with some new faces. It's the same offense with a lot of the same faces, although a new one at quarterback, which does allow a few different things. Um, and that is that's been the difference. It, you know, you haven't seen any wholesale changes in what Michigan is, has identified themselves as here in the last two seasons, and so that's. That's really good news in my mind. And so you can kind of control the pace and control the expectations as you're asking the team to do more and more each week. And we talk about the things that they need to get better at. It's, you know, blocking and, and protecting that inside gap. That's something they've been working on since January. Back in the, you know, in the, we started doing walkthroughs at the beginning of winter conditioning through spring football. So those are the fundamentals. So there's never any lack of familiarity with what you're asking these guys to go and perform. And if you get beat, you know exactly what you do to have to fix it to not get beat on the next one. And so, again, credit to Jim Harbaugh for knowing where the limits are with his team and what he can ask them to do and what he's not asking them to do because the results are undeniable to this point.
1: Doug Skeen, former Michigan offensive lineman, part of – the wolverine.com Michigan football podcast with Chris Ballas. He's joining us on the Meyer guest line here in the Hued Show across Michigan. And the development and play of that O-line and Corum and Edwards at running back has really taken a ton of pressure off of JJ McCarthy.
2: Well, there's no doubt about that. Bill uh, there there probably are some Michigan fans out there saying, well, we should air it out more. We should see J.J. We should unleash J.J. more. We should let him do more. Why? <laughs> you know, why? You, you're dropping 400 yards of rushing, 250, 300-something yards of rushing, and these two running backs are doing their thing, and the offensive line is coming around and pushing people around and getting a little swagger to them and a little – a little cockiness out there and they're having fun while they're rubbing people into the ground um, you don't need to stretch your quarterback you don't need to ask him to do things that maybe he's not ready to do or comfortable to do and and, and yet you know that he can um you know the, the, the broadcasters on the television uh, the other day were talking about you know we're going to let jj is this going to be the game where jj has to put the game on his shoulders uh boy if you don't need to ever do that you don't You let the five or six guys up front carry that load, and then J.J. is just comfortable in there, and he's confident in there because he knows when it is a play action or it is a pocket situation, he can sit in there, find his guy, deliver the ball, and off we go. And if not, what does he do? He scrambles out of there, gets yourself a first down, because he's got some wheels to do it, and he looks absolutely comfortable along the way. Why would you want to change any of that?
1: And if you're going to beat Ohio State, you're not going to beat them 57-55. You don't have the offense to do that right now with a young quarterback. they got a guy that is right there in the Heisman conversation. But you're going to win in Columbus by uh, long drives, eating clock, and having your lines defensively and offensively control that game.
2: Absolutely. You want to go to Columbus and beat this offense with with Stroud, at quarterback, and the weapons that they have. You keep him on the sideline, and you take seven, eight-minute drives, but you have to cash in with touchdowns when you get down in the red zone. Field goals in Columbus will not get it done. And so the recipe is, 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 is as true and as simple in the year 2022 as it was way back in the day, Bill, when we played and even before us you have to go down there and beat them in the trenches. That's how we did it a year ago and it'll be no different this year in Columbus.
1: That's going to be the theme against Michigan State that if they can just pound the football and eat the clock and keep it away from Michigan State and they get out of there with a 24-7 win, Harbaugh will be a happy man.
2: Uh, Well, no question about that. I would say that these players probably want to hang more than 24. (laughs) I think that I think that this team certainly is is not short on memories of the disappointment they had last year up in East Lansing when uh, they're running back and their coaches had a really good day um scoring points against the Michigan defense. I think this Michigan defense specifically has a point to make against Sparty here in a couple of weeks uh and for good reason. Um you know, I think that uh that Michigan defense from a year ago and, we, and the way we saw them perform against Ohio State, boy, I think there's anything they'd like to have back would be the way they performed against Michigan State. They're going to get that chance here in a couple weeks. Um, but the recipe is absolutely the same. If you want to win in football, Bill, there's some pretty simple things. One of them is making your opposing quarterback very uncomfortable early in a football game. And it doesn't mean you have to have the sack for an official tackle for loss. If you just hit him disrupt him, pressure him, bump him, take away passing lanes, knock down a ball or two. Early in a football game, it knocks off all the rhythm, Rhythm starts making that quarterback wonder about my pass protection instead of waiting patiently on routes to develop. That is the recipe then. It will be the recipe a week from Saturday when we play them.
1: Doug Skeen joining us on the Meyer Guest on former Wolverine offensive lineman, co-host of the Michigan Football Podcast you can hear the wolverine.com if you have any michigan questions add huge show on twitter the huge show on facebook opt in on that huge text chain text word huge out of 21000 so the areas of improvement they get the games necessary there's not juggernauts waiting for them until ohio state the schedule is really setting up for michigan to be 11 and 0 going into columbus
2: uh, yeah i I would say I would say the first challenge bill and, and i and i, I know it, you know some people might freak out when they hear me say this, but this Michigan State team is dangerous. they always are um they got enough players in that team, they got wide receivers, they got a veteran quarterback, and none of this season has gone the way that they probably thought it was going to go with some of the losses that they've had um but as we've all seen, if you live in this state and you watch this rivalry and you play in it. It's, it is a different game. It is a different game than the Michigan-Ohio State game, but it is definitely a rival game. And Michigan State and Coach Tucker, they know how to play this game. Um, so um, I don't think there's any easy street here. I'm not saying that you're saying that, Bill, because um, you've watched enough of these rivalry games over the decades here to understand this. Um, but this will be a challenge, uh, no doubt in my mind. Michigan State always plays its best when they play against Michigan, certainly the last 10-plus years into the transition with Coach Tucker, no doubt. Um, So I'm looking at this as as a serious challenge to Michigan's quest to absolutely be undefeated going into Columbus. But I think if you look at the rest of this schedule, with the only question mark being maybe Illinois, this next game against Michigan State is the biggest challenge until we get to Columbus.
1: Why is Michigan State such a big challenge when this team up until getting the W at Wisconsin was getting blown out by everybody at home and away.
2: You know, that's a great question. Uh why is why is the Michigan State game always such a challenge? Um you, you just, you know, in one word it's the emotion of it all, Bill. Football for anybody that's played, you watch this game, um it's a very emotional game and uh when you when you sit around for a year and you think about your rivals and you think about the teams you really want to beat and you stare at your schedule all all winter long and yeah you, you do all the training that you do and Michigan State puts such a heavy focus on this particular game it's no wonder that they usually play their best when we play them uh, whether it's in Ann Arbor or up in East Lansing and so um, it just they just bring it the Spartans know how to bring it in this game and. Um, it's, it's, you know, even in the years, even in the years, Bill, going back over the time when Michigan has won this game handily, it still doesn't feel easy. You know, I, I go back to the years when we played, you know, we beat them pretty easily in a few games. Uh, in, a, in a few games, it was very, very close. Um, but boy, man, what an absolute physical brawl it, the, all of those games were. And I think it just comes down to the emotion and the effort that the players put into this thing. And when you do that and everybody's pulling together for a common mission to beat a rival, then special things can happen. We see it happen in college football every year. And this game against Michigan State is no different. So Michigan had better be ready because uh, they could absolutely rise up and beat you because Michigan State understands, again, how to play this game.
1: Doug Skeen understands how to play the game of football from Allen, Texas to Michigan. Five time Big Ten champion. Uh, he'll join us for one final segment coming up here in a few moments. I do want to talk about uh, the rest of the Big Ten and also Harbaugh's culture rebuilding inside this team the last two years. It's been brilliant, and I think it's a big factor why this team keeps improving. Stick around, Doug, okay? Yeah, absolutely. All right, Doug Skeen joining us on the Meyer Guest On. You have a Michigan question. Add Huled Show on Twitter, The Hued Show. On Facebook, remember all of our social network interactions presented by the Denver Nuggets G League team, the Grand Rapids Gold. They now call Van Andel Arena home for all their home games this year. First one will be Thursday night, November 10th. Tickets available, and they're going fast at the usual Ticketmaster outlets and follow the Grand Rapids Gold on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. More conversation with Doug Skeen from the Wolverine.com Michigan football podcast on the Wolverines running the table undefeated through the regular season. Skeen is standing by. And we'll hear from him after this network, T.O.
0: From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. Huge.
1: It's time to go
3: in the huddle with Tim Stout. It's a new day to celebrate and be free. It's a new day full of excitement because it's a new day for winning only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. It's a new day only at SoaringEagleCasino.com. It's truly rare for the Michigan-Michigan State football game that both teams have a bye leading in. If nothing else, that should get everybody as reasonably healthy as can be expected at this time of the year. And the Spartans win over Wisconsin at least gives them a shred of momentum getting ready for a big game. There's no doubt that if Michigan State can have an upset win in Ann Arbor, it would clearly make the Spartan season and maybe set them up for a winning record down the road. They will be a solid underdog. Everybody knows that, but the pressure likely is on Michigan. The Wolverines have a high-powered running attack. We've seen that. Michigan State's defense is going to have to play at least as well, in my opinion, as it did when it held Wisconsin to 285 yards.
0: Imagine
4: this, winning big at Soaring Eagle and digging for gold every Friday in October for your chance to score up to $5,500 in cash or premium play. Hourly winners from 7 to 11 p.m. each week. And on October 28th, all the prizes turn to cash. See what you'll dig up only at
1: Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagined. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7 everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com.
0: Celebrating Billy Joel, October 28th at DeVos Performance Hall in downtown GR. I'm in a New York state. Celebrate Billy Joel, America's Piano Man, 50 Years of Billy Joel, October 28th at DeVos Performance Hall in downtown GR. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network.
1: Huge show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. We always broadcast from the Auto Valley Bumper to Bumper Parts Store studio. A reminder on Thursday, the MSU Basketball All Access Show inside the team meeting room. I'll be there with Izzo, his assistants, and his players. That will be Thursday from 3 until 6 exclusively they on the huge show on the Michigan Sports Network. Thank you, Michael Carey, who heads up basketball media relations for his help in setting this up. We've done it every year except one. Or did we miss two because of the pandemic? I think we missed two because of the pandemic. So we're back in East Lansing on Thursday. Then on Friday, Jeff Risden, our Lions insider in studio, looking ahead to the Lions at the Cowboys on Sunday. Andre Miller, the new head coach of the Grand Rapids Gold, the Denver Nuggets G League team. He'll be in studio with Steve Jabara, the gold owner. And that's on Friday on the huge show across Michigan. Let's go back and continue our conversation with Doug Skeen, five-time Big Ten champion, offensive lineman at Michigan, late 80s, early 90s, also the co-host on the Michigan football podcast. Uh, you can hear it at TheWolverine.com. We'll check in with him once again on the Meyer guest line. How you doing, my friend?
2: I'm doing great here on a lovely, lovely Michigan fall day.
1: All right. Uh, so the culture building, that Harbaugh, you know, from the expectations on the year with Shea Patterson to reports of Patterson not being the team player to Harbaugh desperately searching for a quarterback going back to – Jake Rudock, who gave him a great year one. Uh, what changed? Uh, how, how this team, you can feel that they're tight, you can see it in game, you look at the emotion when Mike Hart collapsed, that last year with Hutchinson's leadership, uh, the players, that they, they looked like old school Michigan football teams that really liked each other. How did that culture building uh, get to this level that quick?
2: Well, you got to go back a couple seasons, right? So, uh, what, two years ago, Ohio State has its way with Michigan yet again. And uh, we heard it for the better part of, well, certainly the rest of the Harbaugh era. But, but even before that, we heard it for 10-plus years. Michigan teams would get beaten up by Michigan or uh, Ohio State and Michigan State sometimes, too. But that Ohio State game, and end your season and you get your butt kicked. And we heard so many teams say, we've had enough. This, this next year is going to be different. This year is going to be different. And yet it wasn't for all those seasons. And then something happened in January of two years ago where that group of guys said, this is going to be different and we're going to do something different. And, Bill, I don't have an answer because those, those answers are somewhere inside the walls of Schumbecker Hall and the guys that were on that team two years ago to reset the direction and the culture inside that building. And, and all we can do, and, and myself and others and you and all the fans that watch Michigan play, you can just measure the differences in the performance on the field. And you know, I keep talking about it. We talked about it after last week's game. And you just mentioned it about you know, the situation with Coach Hart going down. You can just see that these guys really enjoy being around each other. They're playing hard for each other. They're celebrating together, and that is the special sauce that's hard to replicate. But, man, when you're part of something like that, it is so much fun. It just breeds confidence. Uh, your, your ability to, to get through adversity in the middle of a football game and the, and the amount that you've got your, your, your teammates back and the offense is for the defense and the defense is for the offense and guys are high-fiving the punter, and it just all clicks. that stuff doesn't happen in one fall camp that happens way back when you're sitting around on a cold Tuesday night in January with your buddies uh, you know watching some Seinfeld reruns or something at the time or you're playing you know you're playing Xbox or whatever it was when we used to sit around and we would just talk and you'd have these conversations amongst teammates and you start to understand each other about what what do we want to do while we're here? How do we want to leave this place when our time is done as seniors? How are we going to be remembered? And we want our picture on the wall with the rest of all these teams, going back to when the pictures were black and white. I want my name on that wall, and when you get your butt kicked by Ohio State, you don't get your name on the wall there. And so somehow, some way, that group of players a year ago, and now a lot of these guys on this year's team, They change the direction, and it's fun to watch. But it comes down to, if anybody that's listening to my voice, if you've ever been part of a great team, and you just have to describe that thing and and your greatest memories, it's about those friendships and those those relationships, and chances are they're still strong to this day. And those are the things that we're seeing happen with this Michigan football team. And, yeah, the credit goes to Jim Harbaugh in getting the right guys in the right place with the right mindset about – giving themselves up to the team and playing hard for the team and helping each other. And when you can do that, special things happen, and that's what we're seeing.
1: Doug Skeen, co-host of the Michigan Football Podcast at TheWolverine.com with Chris Ballas joining us on the Meyer Guest Line. Final thoughts. If Michigan runs into a defense, and I, I don't think they will the rest of the year, including Ohio State, that could shut down that run What is the next level for this Michigan offense against quality football teams we haven't seen?
2: Well, if someone can find a way to shut down this run, and I mean sub-100 yards, and we're struggling to get first downs, and they've really put a fence around J.J., then we're truly going to see the capabilities of J.J. McCarthy and this wide receiving staff to get open and find find a way to get first downs through the air. Um, that absolutely is going to happen at some point in this football season. The good news is that I think this kid's got all the capabilities to do it. Um, boy, when he goes on the run, he's still a threat to throw that ball deep and, and with accuracy. So those kind of capabilities are exciting to see, but that's the only alternative, Bill. When the defense has got your, got your, 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 your boxes filled and they're slanting and stunting guys and taking away running lanes, and Ohio State's very well coached. They'll be ready to go. That that game could absolutely be that way. Now your offensive line's got to give your guys three seconds, two or three seconds at minimum. And you gotta you gotta hope those wide receivers can get separation, and you gotta back those guys off, and then you go back to your run. Um, there are there are curveballs you can throw in the run. Michigan's power game is obvious. They have some zone stuff. They can do medium and wide zone plays, and we've seen them do that this year. They got they got a sweep a sweep action they can throw to defense. We saw Donovan Edwards run one deep with a sweep to the sideline. Um, There are alternatives, but uh, eventually that quarterback's going to have to stand up and be the stud that we all think he is.
1: Doug, good stuff. Always appreciate the conversation. We'll talk next week, and I'll get your prediction on the Spartans and the Wolverines on Saturday night, a week from Saturday night at the Big House. Yeah, that'd be great. Thank you, Bill. Go blue. All right, Doug Skeen checking in on the Meyer Guest On and Meyer proud to be longtime partners with University of Michigan Athletics. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Up next, the Fun Governor Tim McCullough from the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. He'll tell us about the huge promotions, giveaways, indoor shows, and everything happening. At soaring eagle, he'll do
0: that next. Everything huge, twenty four seven at thehugeShow.net. dot net. Basketball fans can turn a loss into a win with the king of sportsbooks. Hey, this is Matt Shepard. Just place a single first basket score or prop bet on any NBA game. If your bet loses, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. Wager confidently and take your game to the next level with BetMGM, an authorized gaming partner of the NBA. Just log on to your account or download the BetMGM app and sign up today. Then wager on any player to score the first basket in any NBA game. If your bet misses, you'll get up to 25 dollars back in free bets. Turn game time into show time with the king of sports books. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Michigan only. This is a new and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as is non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. If you think you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons.
1: Have you experienced Grand Rapids Lately, the city is vibrant, growing, and offers up so much when it comes to entertainment, including two fantastic concert destinations, Van Andel Arena and DeVos Performance Hall. Just Google Van Andel Arena and DeVos Performance Hall, you can get a list of the current shows with tickets on sale. Also, DeVos Place is the go to show and convention destination on the west side of the state. And if you want to experience GR, go to experiencegr.com and plan your getaway to Grand Rapids and West Michigan. And speaking of West Michigan, I do want to salute the West Michigan Sports Commission for their journey on bringing Grand Rapids major sporting events and building a brand that's big not only on the west side of the state, in the state of Michigan, but across America. We might have just come out with our most
2: refreshing Nicolope Ultra Organic Seltzer yet. It's called the Essential Collection. It's made
0: with coconut water and real fruit juice. So it's always going to have a real refreshing taste. Can refreshing get any more refreshing? Yep, it can and it just did. Nicolope Ultra Organic Seltzer. Made with coconut water and real fruit juice for superior taste. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Nickelodeon Ultra Organic Seltzer. IRC Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Listening to the huge show on the Michigan Sports Network.
1: The Huge Show is back live across Michigan on the Michigan Sports Network. Thank you, Marty Boer, for everything you do. For this show and the Michigan Sports Network, Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Tim McCullough, the fun governor from the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort, will join us in a moment. Fly tells me that we have three four packs of Griffin's tickets, the Wings Top Farm Affiliate in the HL, who play at Van Andel Arena in downtown Grand Rapids. That will be for Wednesday night's home game against Milwaukee. Let's take callers seven, eight, and nine. If you haven't won anything in the last 30 days, callers 7, 8, and 9. And you'll get the e-tickets, the emailed version, so it's simple and easy wherever you're listening across the state. Callers 7, 8, and 9 at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Each of you. We'll get a four-pack of Griffins, Milwaukee Admirals tickets, and you can see future wing stars Wednesday night on the ice in downtown Grand Rapids at Van Andel Arena. If you haven't won anything in the last 30 days, call us 789-866-838-4843. That's one 838 huge I think we get word of the fun governor is standing by Tim McCullough from the incredible Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Timmy, what's going on at Soaring Eagle?
4: Man, so much going on, Bill. And what you got going on is pretty, too, giving away free tickets. That's like a jackpot right there, let me tell you that, first and foremost. But we got hunting for bucks Saturdays in October from 7 to 10 p.m. when you're sure of $58,000 in cash and prizes. Our drawings, like I said, from 7 to 10 for $1,500 in premium play. And at 11 p.m., the first four Saturdays, we're giving away $15,000 in cash. And at 11 p.m. on Saturday, October 29th, One Lucky Access Club member will win a 2023... Polaris Ranger XP North Star Edition. That's the really cool one. And $5,000 to compel us with a cool gift card. So make sure you come out Saturdays in October and be part of Hunting for Bucks. And then on Fridays, we're digging for gold. That's right. That's what we do from 7 to 11 hourly drawings for a chance to win $5,500 in premium play. And on Friday, October 28th, hourly drawings will have a chance to win up to $5,500 uh, $5, in cash. So excited about the cash, getting and get that right. So make sure you come out Fridays and Saturdays to be part of those huge promotions, as Bill says, and we love it when he does. And then we talk about shows here at Soaring Eagle. So much going on. Just coming off a couple of great shows with Ron Wade and Clay Walker. Now we're moving on to Sebastian Maniscalco. Two shows for you, 7 p.m. and then 10.30 p.m. It's going to be a huge Friday night here at Soaring Eagle. And then we got Christopher Cross and John Wade on the 28th of uh, October. Huge Christmas party. Uh, Christmas. Halloween party going on in the sense, so make sure you come out for that. And then we're moving on to uh, some really cool stuff here. If you're in the R&B, November 4th, Jodeci. And then on the 11th, Babyface on our stage. And then we move on to November 12th, The Hunks, of The Show. Girls, come on out, and have a good time, and enjoy the guys doing what they do. Then Cocktails, Carvings, and Candy Canes is going to kick off November 26th. It's huge. It's a great eat and drink and enjoy some great music in our T. Hall. That starts at 630. And then this is really cool. Grab your sweaters. Grab a good time. Johnny Mathis Christmas, December 3rd, 8 p.m. And I'll tell you what, that's going to be a show for the... Uh, I'm, I'm excited for Johnny Mathis, actually. Little River and Ambrosia, December 17th. And then, Bill, come on out for this one. Bring out your exercise equipment, because we're going to throw down and have a lot of fun with Flo Rida. December 27th. Pam Tillis and Lori Morgan, these beautiful ladies, will be here December 29th. Come on and have a good time with all of them. And, of course, we're going to throw our huge New Year's Eve black-and-white party, as we do. Every year we have a whole lot of fun, so you want to come out and check that out. A lot going on, a lot to be had, jackpots everywhere, Bill. And uh, we can't thank you enough for having us on.
1: Tim McCullough, uh, the fun governor of the Soarin' Eagle Casino and Resort. Everything and more he just talked about at Soarin'EagleCasino.com. And also download the Eagle Access app. And follow Soarin' Eagle on Facebook and Twitter. to Stay up to date on the giveaways, promotions and shows in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Timmy, will talk in seven days. Let's do it again, Bill. Thanks. All right, Tim McCullough wrapping up our Tuesday broadcast presented each and every week by the team at the Sower and Eagle Casino and Resort. Superfly tells me we had incredible phone interaction, easy to get three winners of the Grand Rapids-Griffins-Milwaukee Admirals tickets for Wednesday night at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR, the Detroit Red Wings' top farm affiliate, you go to a game at Van Andel, it's like you're going to an NHL game. Fantastic, Van. Now, if you missed any podcast, any interview, our full show, our podcasts are free and we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcast And if you want to listen live weekday afternoons at 3, go to thehugeshow.net. And our all-night, all-day replay happens from 6 p.m. until the next show airs. Superfly puts it together at thehugeshow.net. And on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show. You can listen live weekdays at 3 and also get quick access to all of our podcasts. To everybody, we'll talk tomorrow at 3.
0: Big. Bad. Huge.